Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from the ballerlifestyle.com. We are into the Hauntdowns era of the Zach Shalcross dull dullness season of The Bachelor. I read today that the ratings are up, and that is not what I'm hearing from Chris Harrison. And it's it's also, it's impossible to believe that because this man is a bore. He's a zero. He's a nothing. We could discuss it right now. Of course, I'm not going to do it alone. I'm going to do it with my buddy, Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Hello, everybody. Yo. Now. Yes. For, for people just tuning in, um, this is the podcast that has been called A Great White Shark in a Sea of Bachelor Pat Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got teeth. And for the next tight 45. People are saying that. Tight 45, yeah. We are going to uh, show you why it's called A Great White Shark. I mean, there's a lot to seek our, uh, sink our teeth into here. And um, and I and I understand that this season on the Bachelor Lifestyle podcast has been kind of uh, I guess what do you, what do you call it? The signature of the season has been technical issues. Um, That's not true. I don't know if we've done an episode without one, so we're yeah. going to try to we're going to try to do it now. We're going to try to deliver you a an amazing show of entertainment insight laughs without any technical issues. It sounds fantastic already. Um, Brian, yeah. hometowns means that there are four women that are trying to get chosen by the man. That's right. Uh, the bachelor, yep. bachelor is Zach Shawcross, as you said it. The four women left are um, Katie from Austin, Charity yep. from some South Carolina town. I, no, no, it's Georgia. That's what I meant. Yep. It's, you know, down towards the south. Yep. And uh, what she's she's definitely um, the the last person of color on on the uh, the casting here. That's true. Air, Ariel, um, Ukrainian Jew, Oof, yeah, is uh, New York City, and then Gabby, Gabby from Vermont, Vermont. Gabby is um, as she calls herself very ADHD. Yep. So. I'll tell you what, um, the show opens with yet again, I think this is like the third or fourth episode that is opened with him showering and like, he doesn't even have like an impressive upper body. Um, most of these bachelors have had impressive upper body. He's, he's definitely not jacked. He does a thing and this is, 
this is not, I don't, I can't identify with this one way or the other because I, I'm smooth. I don't grow any, I have very few chest hairs, no, no hair on my stomach, very little hair in my armpits in case anybody was asking. But what he does is he's, he looks like he's got a significant chest patch and what he does is he trims it down. He go he goes in with the manscaper and takes it down to a number one. Jason, is that something you do with your, as a man, is that something you do with your body hair? I've never once yeah. touched Cause you're a man. Uh, chest hair, back hair. No. You know, nothing. I, no. I just let it grow naturally. That's right. That's Because that's what women like. Let me ask you another question. I know you've never seen the show Magnum P.I., but you're familiar with Tom Selleck, are you not? Yeah, I'm familiar with Tom Selleck from his Playgirl um, edition. Sure. Could you picture Tom Selleck, a man, a real man? Could you picture him going, jumping in the shower and going, oh, oh, honey, honey, could you pass me my razor to shave down this chest for the camera? Yeah, it's- of course not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He does that. Different, different generation. That's true. Um, so Gabby's first up. Um, she has like a normal family. She doesn't have any like family trauma. She's got like a normal white nuclear family that lives, you know, upper New England. And uh, now because the show is cliched and it, it, it utterly lacks imagination, when they go to spots like this, they typically hit on the paint by numbers, the cliches of wherever wherever they're from. Oh so my god! I it guess was, because yeah. Vermont is known for its syrup, we yeah. have to have a syrup tasting contest. Now, are you are you syrup or syrup pronunciation? I guess we've answered that already because you said syrup. syrup. Yeah, syrup. Yeah. I I prefer syrup. I think that's the right pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you recall the toss toss salad man from the Chris Rock <laughs> special? No. Okay. Toss salad man. Toss salad man because he's one? no no it's older. Never mind. No. Go on. Um. So you know they have the syrup eating tasting contest. Yeah. Of course, the one that he tastes that he likes the best is like the one in the mix that was just like she called it pancake syrup. Um. Whatever that means. It's, it, so, it's like yeah. high fructose corn syrup syrup. Also, did you did you think it was odd? So they go they go hunting for syrup. They do. They're like, we're in Vermont. We're known for our maple syrup. And they go they take like a hand drill that you would have used in day one of seventh grade woodshop and they drill into a tree for the sap. One, yeah. is it even possible that that is the way to get syrup? And two, the disgusting Double entendres that they use. Oh, it's um, it's so warm inside. It's moist. Oh, should I go deeper? How how disgusted were you at the sexual double entendres they were using for the hole in the tree? I'm usually I'm usually um, kind of a sucker for the overtly sexual stuff. Like you know, I'm kind of a 14 year old at heart when it comes to that stuff. But yeah. Even even I thought that that was pretty gratuitous. Over the yeah. top, right? It was disgusting. Yeah, they, they were drilling a hole in, in, in a tree that we're not even convinced is a maple tree. They just they were just looking for the double 
double entendre there. Um, uh, by the way, Zach does say in one of many non-committal lines in this entire episode, he says, "I think I could be. I think love could be right around the corner with Gabby." What? Not really any conviction at all. I think None. love could be right around the corner with he, Gabby. He's so wishy-washy with every single one of these girls. He's like he's like almost there with everyone, but he's not there with any of them. And it's it's really off-putting, much like everything else about Zach. Well, here's the problem with the strategy, okay? Zach has been playing it right down the middle with everybody. He doesn't he's doing the anti-Clayton. Like He's not showing his hand too much with any of them. The problem with doing that with hometowns is that when you are noncommittal towards the family, then you start getting into trouble because then they run it back to to the contestant that he's not really into this. So it's like he's trying to play it down the middle to try to save feelings, but it really hurts you when you do that with the family. He does it on every single hometown. At some point you have to go out on a limb and be vulnerable. It's not just up to the girls to do it. Like at some point, and look, we make fun often of Ben Higgins because he's a software salesman from Indiana that is, was dull and uninteresting and a complete zero, slightly less of a zero than, than Zach Shawcross, but in the same vein. And he was considered a sex symbol. But I will say this for him. He was criticized for it. He told two girls he loved them. He he put himself out there a little bit. I mean, at some point, you the Bachelor has to give something. Yep. And yeah. Zach does not. Very dry, very deadpan, noncommittal. Um I'll say this. Katie tells us, sorry, uh, Gabby tells us that she had a tough time with the last guy she dated. And, you know, as most of these contestants, they were the only seems to be a thing ever, ever ever suffered a breakup. So seems to be so, so traumatized by it that she does. She says it's going to take longer for her to fall in love with Zach. She says that. And then the next sentence, she says, but maybe by the end of the night, I'll be falling like leaves. Um, now, I mean, oh, like, take a, like from a maple tree. Let's break that down a little bit. Um, it's going to take you a little bit longer to fall in love with, with the guy. But by the end of the night, you'll, <laughs> you'll be in love? Like, the, yeah, just yeah. give me a couple hours. <laughs> What's going to change? <laughs> What's what's going to be different between now and 9.30 p.m.? Please uh, uh, let us know. Gabby's parents and, and, and family are way too normal. They're sweet people. They're like sweet, you know, northeastern uh, New England sweet. And they they have this um, in their, their traditional family. So it doesn't look like there are any rejects or anything, any drama or anything. Um and Zach tells mom, um, I do see something special with Gabby. Um, and that doesn't seem to be enough for mom, you know, because she she, uh, she says, are you in love with my daughter? And, and he basically says, I do see something special with her. Again, he, he's not playing it right with the, with the family being noncommittal and, and, and vague. Um, did you? Dad's, yep. Sorry to interrupt. Did you? Um, 
what was your takeaway from this? Because I didn't, I didn't really think about it. And then once it was pointed out to me, I couldn't not think about it. I was watching the show with my beautiful girlfriend, Cheyenne. And she's like there. Um, he's, he's in there in the house and the mom, the mom's there and the older sister and the mom has a beautiful turquoise necklace on that. I, that I was, I was coveting covetous of. And the, the brother was there and blah. And she says the sister's engaged, but the, but the boyfriend's not there, whatever, but they're all there. And my girlfriend goes, this definitely isn't their house. She goes, it's, it's too staged. And then I looked around, I go, Oh, you're fucking absolutely right. Because it was like a, it was like the perfect, like the quintessential Vermont farmhouse. Yeah. I'm like, this is not their home. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've been watching the show so long. Sometimes they'll go to somebody's house and it's kind of shitty. And I'm like, Oh, that's then this is definitely their house or it's kind of small or whatever, but they go to this house and I'm like, Oh, they're definitely, it's lit. Well, it's, there's a, there's a spot to go be interviewed. I'm like, no, they rent this place a week before and they set it up to be the house of, and they did the same thing with the Austin house. That was an Airbnb. Both of these homes are Airbnbs. This is not the actual family homes. Did you notice that? I did. I have been noticing this. Yeah. So this show has been on the air so long that it pre-existed Airbnb, but I'm guessing just from a production standpoint, my production yes. budget and everything else standpoint. It, it makes sense. How much easier is it to Absolutely. rent out an Airbnb weeks ahead of time yep. and decorate it the way you want? Totally. It, and then just have the family bring some pictures or something stupid. But yeah, they they want to make sure every every room is well lit. They want to make sure that it looks decent. And I'm guessing the subjects don't really need their their house their their home to be on national tv right and I, it's probably a, an agreed agreed upon part on each side yes but no it it, it, sense. it makes more sense to do it in a they're like let's do what we picture being your home because it's better for tv yeah so i hadn't noticed that and i think it's a recent development because look we remember when they went to Claire's mom's condo, it was pretty whack. Like it's, you've, they've gone, they went to uh, Rebecca Kufrin's um, family home and it was kind of sad. Like the, you get that in that this is a recent development in the show. That's all. Sure. Yep. But, but the Airbnb thing just makes way too much sense. It does. Absolutely. Part of it. Um, now, as Gabby's saying goodbye to Zach, you know, she, she tells her, his feelings, uh, her feelings for him and, and everything's fine. They start making out and stuff. But as she's saying goodbye, she says, don't forget about me. And then she kind of, what's, what's the, uh, cliche breaks down the, the whatever wall, which one, fifth, or fourth wall, wall, the fourth wall, fourth wall. Yep. You're breaking down the fourth wall. Yep. And she says, because I'm, I'm the first of four. Now that, yeah. that kind of, that's one oh. of those things that are known but never said i i was surprised by that too they never tell you the order of the of the uh hometowns well i think it's because they're shot out of order i I don't think i don't think that they're in the order that they're actually in most of the time i've always thought that as well she's actually the first of four and then she brings it to his attention that's kind of an uncomfortable moment like he doesn't totally. do well in these spots. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a direct question of you're about to go see three other people and I need to wait a week and this sucks. And I thought that was a real, real moment that 
I just assume maybe the show uh, encourages people not to say that shit. I, I absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And you could tell that Gabby, her knees were knocking a little bit. You know, it was like it was like a tough putt. She knew that she's going to be the furthest from his memory. And she knows he's such a moron that he'll probably remember the last girl first. And he's, and she wanted to put that thought in his head. Hey, she actually says it. She goes, Hey, don't forget about me. So, um, up next is Ariel. Ariel is a New York city gal. Um, like I said, daughter of like Ukrainian Jewish immigrants. And, um, this was a, this is a weird one in that, um, she's like, I, w- I just want to show you my town. Yeah. You know? So they, they eat pizza and then they go to a, uh, Jewish deli yep. and eat cow- a cow tongue sandwich. It was a lot of food. And then they meet the family for, for another spread. Yeah. The family, by the way, they didn't even bother with any kind of home. Yeah. It was like a closed down restaurant. Yep. I don't know if it was the family restaurant or it was just a restaurant that was closed down. I was interested to um, see where they lived too. Cause they got money. Did, did we, and before we move on from this, yes, it was a lot. It was like three meals in a row for some reason. Right. And did you, did you happen to notice Zach take a bite of his pizza? Because no. he did, he did the New York fold, which is right. But then he, he like kind of like, like barely, he was like, almost like a little bit afraid of it. He did not take a bite of his pizza. Like a man takes a bite of his pizza. You see me take a bite of my pizza. I need a napkin immediately because grease is all over my face. Cause I attack the pizza with my mouth. He, he like nibbled. He's like, I'm just going to take a little nibble. I don't want to, I don't want to like embarrass myself taking. And I was like, Oh, this is not a man. Like any, any woman that's with a man that watches him take a bite of pizza like this. And if it's on your DVR or you have Hulu, I would encourage you go back and take a look, take a look at Zach, take a bite of his pizza. And if you're a woman, imagine yourself trying to be with a guy that eats his pizza like that. That's all I'll say. I mean, we know how you get after it. I mean, anyone familiar with your Instagram account, knows how you like to get after the mystery meat uh, gas station meat stick reviews that's right yeah that's right i'll take a bite i'll I'll dig in i'm a man i eat like a man that's it you know zach doesn't eat like a man that's all i'll say so um there was something uh amusing that zach said um i think it was after the pizza or something he said um i'm a firm believer in having a spouse that you truly enjoy being around yeah Who isn't? I, I, I'm a firm believer. Yeah. Let's break down that. I'm a firm believer. So he, he takes a real, a real harsh stance on this. Having a spouse that you truly enjoy being around. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Who does, who's, who's not looking for that? No, he's, and when he gets, when he gets interviewed, he treats all of these all of these family meetings, like a job interview where he answers, he's real straightforward about the questions. And they're like, what do you, um, what do you like about Ariel? And he's like, well, I think, you know, I could really see, she likes the same thing. She's looking for a long-term partner like me. She's looking, you know, she's looking for everlasting love. Yeah. Idiot. Everybody's looking for that. Like, what do you like about her? What is it about her that you like? 
Not well, that um, she wants the same things as you, dumb shit. What is it? What what you like the way she smells? You like the way you like the way the corner of her mouth looks when she smiles. Like like what is it about her that you like? And it's nothing because you're a moron. Well, her brother yeah. I'm convinced is like a member of Mossad. Yeah. Um, Speak, yeah. Be careful around that guy. Com- completely unfettered. Uh, it looks like he could kill you with a, a toothpick. Um, so he, you know, there's a lot of hype coming into this because the tease from last week was that the brother really gives Zach a hard time. So um, he sits down and had an amusing exchange. I always find it um, real interesting when the, when these uh, family members ask questions or put the contestants in spots that they just can't answer. They can't yes. get out of. Yeah. Uh, so the the big one that was teased was, you know, the brother's like, I just don't, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't, I, I can't see how this process works. You don't know each other at all. And then he says, what's her birth date? Yeah. And Zach has no idea. And then he asks what her middle name is. And Zach has no idea. Yep. Now, now, Zach, I guess to his credit, says, you know, well, uh, you know, this is what it's all. This is what this this uh, this process is all about, like getting to know someone and getting getting really liking someone in general and then starting to learn the details along the way. And that's kind of the fun part is learning the details after you've fallen in love. Yep. Um. I guess that was enough. That was enough to kind of uh, placate that situation. He, what, what, he, guy, what he should have been is like, I can't wait to find out. Like, I'm. I want to know everything about her. Like, it's this is this is so new to me. This is so this is so fresh. I'm so excited to find out everything about your sister that I don't know. I can't wait. Yeah. So uh, this is when this is when I reached a personal humiliation in my in my life because you know I watch it with my super hot girlfriend, Christina. And um, so I start, you know, I start laughing at this. Like he can't, he doesn't even know her middle name. That's really funny. And she's like, and Christina's like, what's my middle name? Yeah. Well, you know, Jason. Yeah. Surely, you know that. It's not Shirley. Jason. In my defense, it's only been five years. Jason, you've been dating Jason. <laughs> I, I, well, as I'm watching, I'm watching it with my beautiful girlfriend, Cheyenne. She's looking at her phone and I leaned over to her and I go, I go, babe, I go, this is a trick question because I happen to know that you do not have a middle name. And she's like, that's right. See, I knew that. I know that detail. I also know her birthday. You should know those things about your beautiful yeah. girlfriend, Christina. Yep. I got one of two. <laughs> one of two eventually. So. She, she did tell me, and she's told me before, it's Michelle with, uh, with one L. That's the thing, one L. Um, so, so, you know, uh, the brother nails him on a couple of questions. Like, you know, I just don't see how, how could this work? And then the brother says, Something very smart in this moment. He's like, I understand the format of the show is that you pick the woman, but that's not fair because the women should have their equal choice in this matter. And why should Ariel choose you? And that really throws Zach. 
Like he just hasn't thought of this one and he doesn't have a, a weird vague right. answer to get himself out of it. So he starts answering like, you know, I'm a, I'm a decent guy and, uh, and you know, and I'm a good cook too. And tries to be like a joke, like kind of like smiles at the brother and the, it, they show the, a close up of the brother, just giving this straight look on his face. Like it's great. Not, not humored at all. Total Mossad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Zach escapes that. And then, hold on, hold on. Before we move on from the brother, Bobby, did you happen to notice the sideburns on Bobby? Also, he and he and Ariel have the same chin, but Bobby shaves his sideburns like thin. You know, he grows sideburns right, like down to his ears. Right, everyone can picture right. sideburns, but yep. you know, sideburns. They they tell you how wide they're going to be. They're like, your sideburn is like, I'm this wide because that's where the hair grows. And then you just you just shave it as short as your haircut, right? Everyone can picture that. But Bobby, for some reason, wanted to have sideburns. But instead of having the sideburns, the width that sideburns are, he actually shaves off half of the sideburn lengthwise so it's half as wide as it would normally be wow no i did not put that much um i did not look at the side it's it's an aggressive it's an aggressive choice by bobby and i appreciate it it's something i noticed well i think it's on purpose that you were he wanted your attention to be on the sideburns because he's he's got some issues up top like Oh yes, he was. He was trying to cover cover up a lot of spots up top. Maybe the sideburns are the distraction that that he was looking. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You're saying you're saying he had some power alleys because I did notice that he had some thigh marks right up in the yeah yeah I saw that too and and that you know and he's struggling to to put what few hairs he has over spots on top smart smart but anyways um, Zach escapes that one but the the dad uh, he he's almost as tough Felix he Felix basically says how is my daughter better than the other choices. Pretty straightforward. And uh, so Zach says that, well, you know, kindness is my top priority. Yeah, it's it's insane. And then then everybody in the audience, including me, is like, I thought finding your best friend was a priority. It's confusing. And also, it's a moving target. Like, I don't know Ariel at all. I haven't met her. But she, she strikes me as she's like kind of witty. She's kind of like dry, funny. Um, I, she, I wouldn't say kindness is the first thing I would think about her. You know, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is very kind, but she's, she's super attractive. She's, she's super modern and confident. Like the, like kindness. It just seemed like he just pulling random bullshit out of the air where he's like, what's a nice thing I can say about somebody. It's like he was on a job interview. What do they want to hear? And he just spews dog shit at the interviewer 
so that he has something yeah. to say rather than having a fucking real thought about the person he's talking about. It's just so off-putting to me. And I don't know if Zach, because this guy was like first generation immigrant and obviously English isn't his first language. I don't know if Zach thought he could get this one by the dad, but he didn't. The dad picked up on this one. The totally. One, Zach start, starts saying, um, you know, uh, the thing about this format, you know, things change week to week, day to day. Uh, so, you know, I have a hard decision to make and we'll see where I'm at next week. And it's like, did yeah. you just say that out loud? I know. Then, it's insane. Then da- and then dad's yeah. like uh, off camera. He's like, he seems like a nice guy, but he also told me that his mind could change next week. Yeah. So what the what the hell is that all about? No, he he flunked the job interview. And how bummed were we that we didn't get to talk to mom? Because mom seemed interesting. She was wearing sunglasses. She like <laughs> there was a lot happening with mom. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till he talks to the mom. And then she's just never she just never talks. Like we never heard from the mom. I mean, Ariel herself, she's kind of like cosmopolitan. I, I get yes. the impression that she's very successful. Totally. I get the impression also that this this family is probably like a syndicate, you know, <laughs> well, easy. syndicate or something. Easy. But, Let's not stereotype. Um, it, I, I definitely got the vibe that like they were being protective of her, but she is the one that runs the family, in my opinion. She's like, yeah, dad, chill out. Like, I got this. Don't worry about it. like that. That's she was like so cool when she was talking to her family that I, I just got the sense that she was actually running the show. So uh, they leave by making out. And she tells Zach that she is definitely falling for him. Yeah. Which, as we've learned in the last, I don't know, five to ten years of the show, that, for whatever reason, is a big statement. It is. I'm definitely falling for you. Yeah. Some some way, shape, or form, a a major commitment in this world. Um, And Zach doesn't reciprocate, by the way. He's never shown saying i'm following for you too he has yet to say that like i said he's playing his cards close to the vest because he doesn't want to hurt anybody inevitably he's just going to have nobody because he's not showing his cards to anybody yep um so um the next stop is let's introduce charity the new bachelorette to the rest of the world through her family and the subject of the show the bachelor is going to take uh, a back seat for about the next 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. So Charity's family in Georgia, and they go right to the family, by the way, gotta, a day, a day one. Gotta be honest. I will hold on. I wanted to be sitting there eating that food. And I noticed Zach was stuffing his face and I kind of like appreciated that. That's like the one time I kind of like Zach. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'd be eating the fuck out of this food too. But then I, I just had no interest in this. Um, although, uh, well, okay, you can continue. I'll, I'll I'll jump in. Well, to your point, yeah, a show that is known for its uneaten food. This episode, yeah. they have the subjects eating a lot. Like yeah. you see them on camera eating. It's almost like they're making up for the entire seasons of uneaten food. It's true. Now, um, so it's it's a it's a lunch. Um, Charity has a big family. They seem like really sweet people. Excuse me. Her brother, her brother, and I know this is always dicey. Whenever you say someone looks like somebody, it it subjects you to, you know, uh, you're an asshole because you think he looks like that. But her brother, uh, Nahemia, I think his name is, or Nahemoth. 
didn't get that really, far. Yeah, really sweet guy, but he looks like James Harrison. Oh, he's going to yeah. be in the hall. He's going to yes. be in the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Steelers Super Bowl hero. He look. He and James Harrison seem identical to me. They're, this guy obviously isn't as big or muscular, but the the, the facial structure and everything else is just like that. I was going to say, um, can he squat um, seven hundred pounds twelve times? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, this guy doesn't have the look, but he's a really nice guy. And what I like about him is that, like he he loves charity. Like they have a relationship that's close. They're best friends. You know, he cries with her. He talks about this former relationship that devastated her, and he doesn't want to experience that again with her. And he 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 will be as des- devastated as she is if she has another heartbreak, and really kind of sets her up. And then they have her talking to her parents and then they have her talking to her friends. Yeah. You know, who, you know, who's not in this thing? Zach. Zach. Yeah. Zach might, might have a little exchange with the old man or something, but yep. if, if this is an 18 minute, uh, uh, hometown, yep. Zach's in it for, for one minute. Yeah. And it was basically the show saying, and I remember saying this about Clayton during his season, at his last time on camera was like a check this guy out. Look how, how good of a guy he is with a great family. And you're going to love seeing an entire season of him. And that's, that's the impression I got from charity kind of knowing through some spoiler chatter and whatnot, that that was going to be the case. Yep. But if anything drove home, this, it was her getting a full 18 minutes of time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really um, setting us up for the what was revealed later. Now, I'm you. I know you have a sister. I also have a sister. the The brother sister chat that they had was a little off putting to me. Did you? I Are mean, you talking about a little too cozy? Their, I mean, their eyes were welling up. Their eyes were so red. They were talking about how much they loved each other. I mean, this is not a conversation. This is not a conversation I've ever had with my sister. And I, you know, no, 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 no. I wish Me either. I wish her the best, and and I definitely, you know, would I'm there for her in any situation she needs me to be there for her in. But the, the like having long discussions about her and her relationships is not something that has ever happened or ever will happen. It's just a little weird, in my opinion. No, no, it it was. It yeah. was. It seemed a a little. A little too close, but I kind of yeah. liked it. It was charming. Oh, okay. Like they, this is an interesting relationship. Yeah. They, they could be this, this close. Yeah. Um, so um, they go line dancing. It was kind of a switch that a, a, a black person took a white person line dancing. That was, that was kind of the uh, interesting switcheroo here. Um, she tells her mom that she is falling for him. And after dancing, she says that to him and she says, I'm going to bed the happiest person in America. She said, she said that in America. And I'm thinking if you're going to, if you're going to exaggerate, why, why would you stop at America? Like in the world that just seems, yeah. if, if you're going to say something that's obviously yeah. like hyperbole and you just want, why would you just stop within the borders of one country like is there somebody in Liechtenstein that's, that's happier <laughs> yes, that, yes. that you're 
that you don't want to try to compare yourself to. Or it's like it was yeah. such a strange thing to not just say I'm the happiest person on earth. Like I've, it was a weird one. I've actually been to Liechtenstein. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you mentioned Liechtenstein, and you know what? I've driven through Liechtenstein. How about um? How about charity? The big setup where she's like, "I'm going to tell him. I don't know if I should tell him." I don't, I'm conflicted. And then she tells him. And then how about Zach's reaction to her saying, I'm falling in love with you? I mean, what? Didn't he just say something like, thank you? Or, you know, it was, well, he paused for an uncomfortable amount of time. And then he said, that's so wonderful to hear. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what he doesn't do is he reciprocates nothing in the moment. Never. Yeah. It's pretty way. He's useless. Um, Yeah. Not even a back at you or ditto or yeah. just, yes. just a yeah. weird you too. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, final hometown is his hometown. Now, we know that he grew up in Anaheim Hills, but I guess since he's moved to Austin, Texas, yep. Katie, the leader in the clubhouse, yep. to take this whole thing. Yep. He lives in Austin, too, but there's this weird thing where She's moved into a new place. She's you no. Know, she's only there. she's only recently moved to Austin. She's lived there three weeks, so she must yeah, have but moved. Her whole, yeah. whole family's there, or they just did an Airbnb to make make it look like their yeah. family was there. But yeah, yeah. But she's got a house. Like she's got a house, and then he helps her move into her house. It's yeah. It's one of those like it's one of the it's one of those like hometown dates that you're like, okay. I guess I see that, but yeah, it kind, of, it kind of goes against the normal culture of the show, and that she just wanted to have a regular day that a regular couple would yeah. have, yeah, with him. And they literally went to the, like the local whatever their Trader Joe's is there yep. to get organic food. Yep. And she's like, "I love shopping with him." Yeah. Um, and then she gets like a a. Uh, furniture piece or something that he needs to put together now it's like one of these ikea things where it's like yep. you need to put it all together 10 out of 10 times i'm failing miserably on that exercise are you good at that shit um no and i mean i i muscle through it i've done it millions of times but what i do is i get very enraged a few times i get a, a the the key yeah. is you need a rubber mallet a rubber mallet helps and then your own tools don't use the little allen wrench that they give you have your own tools i have i have little allen wrench tips for my screw gun and that helps but also it's best that no one else is around because i I, I say a lot of God damn it, some motherfuckers. I get pissed and enraged. And also yeah. I need to have about four beers per furniture item while I make them. So to that end, I thought it was kind of, I guess it was interesting, but kind of cruel to have him put together something in front of her. Um, Zach did say when he got into the house, um, I mean, we are at her house. I mean, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. And then he says what? He yeah. says later, I have no doubt there could be a future with her. No, they're they're a couple. They seemed like a couple. He's picking her, right? There's there's no chance he doesn't pick Katie. They're at the same level. I think she's still a little bit too attractive for him, but she's she's insecure enough that she thinks he's special. They live in the same city, which I've been saying all season. They're they're just they just seem like they're at they're on each other's same page. So what he's going to do is and they're setting they're setting Gabby up for this. He's going to break Gabby's heart 
and pick Katie. Is that is not that not your prediction, Jason? So you you think Ariel gets gets sent home yeah. third? Yes, I do. Okay. So um, interesting. Yeah, I I think Ariel makes the final two for whatever reason. He he, he may keep her around, but he's definitely picking Katie. Yeah. So yeah, I think so too. Um, Katie uh, can't can't go five minutes without telling uh, her story about her dad that walked out and then her stepdad walked out and then cries very like this is this is a, a big hang up with her she just she can't quite get beyond that she has daddy issues like the very definition of daddy issues is katie uh, she says she was in a, an abusive relationship yeah. far too long because she didn't want to have what's happened to her and have the guy walk away from her. Yeah. Just sad shit. Really it is sad. sad. Shit. And yeah. then, um, no one so, should have to go through that. Right. But mom is everything in her life. So she builds up mom. You're going to meet mom tonight. What she thinks and what she says matters a lot. I hope you can make a good impression on her. Um, she, Katie introduces Zach to the, the family she says to mom when they're alone, she says, Zach is literally the perfect guy. Literally the perfect guy. Uh, yeah. Now, again, Zach sits down with mom and it's like mom's looking for some kind of reassurance yep. that he's interested in. And he just gives her kind of vagueness like he gives everybody noncommittal vagueness. And again, he's kind of shooting himself in the foot here. Um, even though mom kind of signs off on him and she goes back to Katie and says, I in, endorse this. I'm going to support you. You could tell mom was like, yeah, he didn't really give me anything to go by. Um, so I don't know how that's going to work for him. So um, that does it. All four home down hometowns yep. are done. Yep. Uh, Jesse arrives on camera for the first time, the entire yep. episode. Mm-hmm. And he gives a big, uh, he greets the women, first of all. And then he greets, then he greets Zach with a big bro hug. And Jesse says, I missed you, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach, and Zach says, I missed you too. We, you forget that, 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 um, yeah. the, the, um, batch, the virgin bachelor shows up for a while. Sean Lowe. Why? Who's asking for more of this idiot? I, I, I don't forward this show very often. I think you, you do a lot of forwarding. Yeah. I don't. You forwarded through as that. As soon as Sean, as soon yeah. as Sean showed up, I forward. Like, there's, yeah. there's nothing he's going to say that we haven't heard from Bachelor alum every season. It's it's just empty advice. Yes. Hey, man, yeah. all you, you just got to go with your heart, yep. man. Trust, yeah. trust me. Just be yourself and go with your heart, dude. And then the guy's like, man, that's great advice. It's like no, no, it isn't. That's lazy advice. Yeah, it's the opposite of good advice. Totally. Um, so, um, you know, Zach tells Jesse he's emotional. He's like, I'm gonna have to go in there and say goodbye to someone. Yeah, you're gonna have to say goodbye to someone. That's what that's what the rose ceremony is. Um, and then Jesse says of the very profound uh, response. This seems like it's been getting progressively harder for you. Yeah, that's that's the format of the show. Every week he gets harder. Got it. Um, so we get around to the rose ceremony. There's four of them, right? Yep. Who gets the first one? Ariel. Yep. Now, a lot of people like to take that as like, whoa, does that mean Ariel's 
the number one choice means no. nothing. Means nothing. Second rose is Katie. So we're down to Gabby and Charity. Yep. And if you've watched the show at all, you just you put two and two together right now. Even if you didn't have a spoiler, and you're like, wait a minute. No wonder they gave Charity 18 minutes of airtime yep. because he's not going to choose her yep. here. He he chooses uh, he chooses Gabby. Gabby so mm-hmm. he's chosen the three white women. Yep. The last woman of color is is uh, is going home. Yep. Um, Charity takes it well. Again, you know when you're making a play for the Bachelorette, you don't want to you don't want to cause too many waves. That's right. Um, Zach takes her out. Uh, says goodbye you know john ramos at work loves to point this out um that he's always overly affectionate with somebody yeah. he just said goodbye to because the like, pressure's puts off his, puts his hand on her thigh yeah. Yeah. on the way out and it's like you know you just broke up with her and it's over don't don't do that that's he, not the that's he, not what you do he does everything wrong like he doesn't he's just he's so useless it's it's an embarrassment he's an embarrassment to men so uh, fantasy suites or overnights or whatever you yep. want to call it yep. is uh, Gabby, Ariel, and Katie next week. How about, I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch the tease. For oh, the, I did. For the I did. So, okay. What so he, what we learned from the tease is that he says there's not going to be sex. In the, on, he tells Jesse, I'm not going to be doing sex with anybody. And then they make it seem like all the girls are um, super horny and trying to have sex with him. And then we learn that he has sex with at least one of them. And it's a big problem. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I probably have to watch that tease again. Yeah. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, and they, they could be, you know how they do this, you know, maybe that, maybe that's not what happened, but that's, that's what they're trying to tell us. Well, I did watch the women tell all uh, on Tuesday. And Horrible. The, 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 the quick thoughts on that are charity at the end, is given her bachelorette. She acts surprised and they did it in a weird way where they, they told her in a dressing room. Um, but the, the big, there was just a lot of nonsense and a yep. lot of going back and forth and petty shit between yep. some rivalries during the, during the show. Yep. But I will say this, our girl, um, what's her name with the weird name? Cat. What's the oh, uh, career? Greer, yeah. who, you know, when we when he, we had Reality Steve on, I think it was either the first episode of this season or the, the last episode of last, last season. Last season, yep. He, he, I said, what, anything juicy in this next season? And he did refer to a blackface situation. Yep. Where a there's, contestant. There's a blackface uh, situation every season. <laughs> right, right. So much blackface well, happening. Well, that, that factors into this because, yeah. um, what when uh when what's her face rachel and gabby were the subjects rachel or gabby chose eric eric and er- eric was a part of a blackface situation but they did not bring it up on the final rose yep. and i guess loud uh woke twitter hated that yeah so greer according to reality steve and his theory greer got the brunt of the bachelor not covering the blackface situation with eric and they got into her really bad oh, on this one. I didn't get it, that. I didn't get that deep into it. I didn't watch it. Well, the gist of it is this: quickly, Greer either retweeted or shared a picture of her pal in blackface at some point in her life. 
within the last five to 10 didn't, years. Didn't she like defend someone that she knew that did blackface and, and, or something? Yeah. And, and then I guess in, in that she defended it. Yeah. Um, but now the bachelor set her up with a, uh, racial sensitivity doctor. Oh that my they just God. To have no, this on was on TV. So they spent 10 minutes shaming this white woman for everything she did and making sure that she knew that she was a racist and she has taken the necessary steps to not be a racist. And they had this doctor, I guess that they, they set her up with canceling or something that convinced her that she was racist. And they had the doctor talking on camera about how she's uh, recovering and she now admits what she's done and she's taken the proper steps to make good on it, it was 15 minutes of shaming a woman yeah. um, to, I guess, appease like a small mm-hmm. percentage of the audience yeah. that they're allowed and they give the, the show a lot of shit. Yeah. To me, I was watching it thinking this, like, this show is all about ratings. That's all any network show has ever been about, yep. ever. yep. This has nothing to do with feelings. They humiliate people on a weekly basis. Yep. And for whatever reason, we just took 15 minutes out of our lives to watch something that was serving nobody in the audience other than some loud people on Twitter. Yep. And no wonder, no wonder that people are, according, you know, as, as opposed to the report that you read, people are dropping and they're not watching yeah. the show. According to Chris Harrison, they, they lost like 60% of their audience since he left. Yeah. I don't know how accurate that is, Yep. but, but it's shit like this that you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I you know. need to kind of like, you need to play yeah. to your strengths here. Yeah. You, you have a mostly white, um, middle-class Midwest housewife watching your show. Yep. They don't want 15 minutes of you telling a white no. woman how racist she is. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't see it, but I agree. Like it's, you know, I'm sure it was more much ado about nothing that it wasn't a <laughs> big deal. Yeah. Um, anything else, Jason? No. So that's it. Uh, yeah. Charity's the next batch we're at. Yeah. We're down to overnights. Yes. It is Gabby. Yes. It is. Ariel, uh, Ariel, it is Katie. Katie's your winner. Katie's your winner. Gabby's your jilted number two or possibly number three. He might bring Ariel to the end because she'll be easier to dump. Sometimes they do that. All right, dude. Yeah. I think we got at least two weeks left of this. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. Excellent job as always, Jason. Thank you for keeping us abreast of everything that's happening in Bachelor World. We'll check back in next week for Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. We will see you next time. Harrison, the most dramatic ever. That's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of the week. We're making a connection. We're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toast in champagne. We got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated like going to reality Steve so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in it's the ball of lifestyle we living in it's the bachelor
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.